Hello to all the beautiful people. I'm Kirby Dill. Wilson has hired me to help with the show. In a moment, you're going to hear an imposter claim to be me. I just want to make it clear that I allowed Wilson to use my name as an alias for a friend. I am the true Kirby Dill. Accept no substitutes. Well, you can accept the one you're about to hear. Just that one, though. Outside of that, if you see or hear anyone trying to be Kirby Dill that does not look or sound like me, please report them to the authorities. Now, are you ready? I asked. Ah, you? Ready? It's time for another episode of the only podcast that dares to sniff. And ah, it's way to pretty decent ideas when you get around to it. It's Dear Tony, with your host, Wilson. Hey everyone, this isn't Wilson. This is Kirby Dill. That's not really my name. I'm a friend and fellow worker who gave permission to Wilson to use my voice as long as I remained anonymous. Oops, I guess that does make me Wilson. It's Wilson. This is Dear Tony. It's Wilson as artificial intelligence voice. Kirby Dill, does that make sense? This will be interesting in that Wilson is just going to upload the audio file, and it is what it is. Anyways, I haven't watched Dynamite. Collision did pretty good in the ratings. What I wanted to talk about was this Nimrod who wrote a trash piece of Martin Scorsese for the AV Club. I've been going to that site for years, Wilson, that is. Who is writing what I'm saying? I don't, oh, uh, I don't know if Kirby has ever been. It used to be a great hub for thoughtful critique. Rabin, Phipps, Tobias. I know I'm forgetting names. Uh, this Yahoo was misrepresenting what Scorsese was talking about. To make the same tired take about Scorsese, his age, his career, and of course Marvel movies. You can't not talk about Marty without talking the MCU, apparently. Poor Marty. This guy, maybe the least of his writing crimes was calling Color of Money terrible. Just out to lunch on so many things. Truly trash. It's been a long time since I was so taken by how wrong one person could be. I saw some comments suggesting perhaps the AV club was farming for negative engagement. Gross. Then someone claiming to have written at the AV Club claimed that sometimes this is what they asked for. Specific dog shit takes for click. They struck a well, we gotta eat tone. First, the guy that wrote the article is a, an established critic who has been around a minute. Second, uh, and uh, I guess final, what a state of things if that's the case. That slate piece about Martin Short not being funny. Is this where we're at? We were just talking about this. If we can't honestly assess things, bad, good, are we just left with hot takes with nothing of substance behind them? Either the site or the guy himself unlinked his name from the article. So if he writes something for them in the future, it won't come up in his, in his past work. Coward shit. Say it is a money thing. You took the money, own it. Own it, period. Uh, take the L. But yeah, I'll be waiting for this guy to pop up again. The review on the site, 
for Scorsese's latest already is a mix of comments asking, yeah, but what does that doofus think? Y'all ever heard of Armand White? He was a guy who would write these fawning reviews for Drek, but then hand wave anything critics enjoyed. What a gimmick. All right, Wilson. Me, I'm Wilson as Kirby Dill. These are Wilson thoughts, voiced by AI, using the voice of a fellow worker. Just to be clear. All right, time to turn on Dynamite. This show had a lot of ticket movement after Mystico was announced for the Rampage taping. So Dave got to argue with people about Mystico's drawing power. Fun afternoon for Dave. Uh, Penna's out. Jay White is out. All right, we're 13 minutes in, and I think AEW needs to uh, cut back on TV match times. Maybe get an extra match out of it, more people on TV at least. Jay wins. Jay has the mic, and he's good shit as usual. Juice is up next, and he brings up his ring. And it looks like the quarters thing is dropped. But the crowd chants TJ Maxx. MJF talks with Renee. Acclaimed come out, and Max Caster does his thing. I wonder if I can make Kirby Dill sigh. Testing prompts, sigh. Right, sigh. The IAI reads to fast as well. That's another issue. Uh, looking forward to uh, listening to see what if any prompts work. Uh, Emi Sakura versus Shida pass next. They worked hard. Uh, what do you want? I just could not care about a Shida title reign. Edge being interviewed by Renee. Should I be worried he's sitting on a stool? Edge and Christian history story. I don't care. I'm curious what the rating for this segment will be. Hey, it's me from the future. The quarter hour did fine. Back to the show. I, uh, lots of future stuff dropped in there. This has a direction, so that's good. I'm just not a big uh, Copeland guy. Wardlow out. Uh, squash for Nick Nemeth, and Shivoni wants a word. Tony asks why. Warlow shows his wrist tape that says MJF. Okay. Then he knocks Tony down. Ah, uh, this interesting? My gut says no. Kenny Omega with Renee. He drops some possible future plan. MJF shows up and yaps a bit. And then there's a BTE bit where he whispers in Kenny's ear how long until he becomes the longest reigning world champion. So more direction. Hey, they have me interested. Um, Agiga, can I go back to the guy who wrote the Scorsese article? Um, I can't believe someone who is aware of what movies are getting made and getting pushed thinks that we don't need Scorsese out there getting the budgets he can get telling stories that aren't being told to a wide audience. To reduce his films as schlock for sociopathic, toxic white men not only shows your ass as someone who can't digest films without checking Twitter first, but is also tremendously lazy. Then to follow up by dumping for Marvel movie. How about ask the studios to make more romantic comedies so more people can be showcased? They don't make those anymore. Or more adult dramas and comedies with significant budgets and platforms. You know what we have plenty of? Uh, that audiences get a steady stream of 
Marvel movies, licensed IP content. But no, spend a whole article telling Scorsese he's wrong for reiterating that audiences shouldn't be conditioned to think Marvel movies are cinema. You know what he's saying, don't be obtuse, he's fucking right. While we're talking about the, if you've ever dipped your toe into the Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom, they're just about as bad as the Bloodline Wrestling Mutants. They'll post stills of different Marvel movies and title it, and they say this isn't cinema. It's the same fucking picture. It'll be a purple CGI landscape or an orange CGI landscape. Maybe a blue one with a crashed ship. It might as well be wallpaper for your desktop screen. Count how many posts they have about sad and tragic moments in the MCU. Sickening stuff. I beg these hardcores to watch something outside of a Marvel show or movie. Uh, anyways, back to Dynamite. God damn it. A Roddy pre-tape. Mike Bennett is playing bongos. Adam Cole brings Roddy coffee. Roddy doesn't like it. Who liked this? Who was writing these? I want answers. Uh, everyone wants uh, peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, now I'm watching the goofballs make a sandwich. This fucking sucks. I want names. No one is putting their name to this shit. Adam Cole says he hasn't talked to Max in weeks. I ask again, where is Britt? Adam leaves and Roddy says he'll have to be nice to Max. I don't like this. Don Callis is out. Hobbs cuts a promo saying when he was a kid, Chris Jericho insulted him. Kyle Fletcher comes out and then they keep giving him uh, promo time, which is good because uh, he has to get better. Um, uh, Kenny Omega is out to start the match. These two had a nice little match. Crowd was into it. You can see why people are so high on Kyle Fletcher. Needs new gear and a decent haircut, in my opinion. I'm Danhausen return video again. Curious to to what they'll do with him this time around. All the goofball shit going on. I'm sure he'll be fine. Back from commercial, and Lance Archer is out to squash a guy. We are told the official premiere of the music video for Swerve's theme song will be this Friday. It better just be Prince Nana dancing. Now Nana is talking with Swerve. Swerve says Hangman has made it personal and threatens those around him. Sting has an announcement to make. Sting reminisces about his career. Meanwhile, there's a guy in the front row dressed as Chucky, just nodding along. Sting becoming a decent promo by the end of his career still surprises me. I don't know why. Maybe because you rarely see it. Sting says his last match will be Revolution 2024. This will start months of Dave repeating ad nauseum that the Sting retirement show should be like Muto's. Uh, RJ City introduces Tony Storm's new video, which is another silent picture in picture. It sucks. So we are back, and Jim Ross is sitting with Nick Wayne and Nick's mother. Nick's mother is shocked by Nick's behavior, real quick. I can't remember when, 
but I was talking about turning into a type of guy. Specifically, I was talking about seeing that guy with the dad fit. Recently in the evenings, I've been ending up with my T-shirt tucked into my work pants. I, I'm looking in the mirror going, hey, this isn't half bad. Is it happening? Is this how it happens? I brought it up to my wife, and she shut it down very quickly. So she might be the last line of defense for that. Nick tells his mom to shut up. Nick says Christian is his dad now. Christian calls him son. Nick's mom slaps him, then Darby attacks them both. Darby continues the assault to the ring, and everyone involved is out. Oops, Nick's tooth has been chipped in the process, and he is bleeding. Christian and his group scurry off, and Christian is yelling, look at what you did to his tooth. Battle of the Belts is coming up again. Whatever. Best friends set up some matches. Hmm, Collision is looking a little like a glorified rampage this week. Next week on Dynamite, Tony Khan has a gift for Sting, RVD, and Hook Tag again, and it's MJF versus the Battle Royal winner. Time for the Battle Royal, uh, which had a decent expected drop in the ratings. MJF out on commentary. He's pushing how many people are after his world title. MJF leaves commentary to pay uh, Dustin Rhodes to kick juice in the ball. Danny Garcia had a nice showing. He gets to finally dance, and then he's eliminated. Looks like they're still doing the slow breakup of Garcia from Menard and Parker. MJF keeps hitting that he is going to murder and bloody Juice Robinson. Jay White comes out and attacks MJF, and Juice puts away Max Caster. Well, MJF versus Juice Robinson in what has been promised as a bloody affair in Philadelphia. And they've been promoting this for a while. Let's see if MJF is the uh, ratings mover he needs to be. Overall, a fine dynamite. The booking seems focused, and it appears they have things set for full gear and revolution. You would think that will build some momentum. We shall see. Thanks for listening. This was Wilson through Kirby Dill. You can reach Wilson at deartunnypodagmail.com. Workers Club forever. Bye ye.